Hello and welcome to Vet Art Span. I'm Fred Johnson, your passport guide on this exciting and important creative journey. Vet Art Span is a project which is a part of Creative Forces, an initiative of the National Endowment for the Arts, in partnership with the U.S. Department of Defense and Veteran Affairs and state and local arts agencies. This is your Vet Art Span podcast. We're honored that you've joined us. Welcome. Hello and welcome to this edition of Vet Art Spans podcast. I'm Fred Johnson, artist in residence and community engagement specialist at the Stras Center for the Performing Arts. Honored to be the host of our Vet Art Span podcasts and really, really honored today to be here with Urban Light, Army veteran, uh, of spoken word artist extraordinaire and Today, really uh, speaking on behalf of and talking about a really, really important organization that she is a part of that empowers women veterans. Urban Light, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. So, you know, just uh, uh, as an overview for folks who may be joining us for the very first time, um, Creative Forces is really an initiative of the Department of Defense, the National Endowment for the Arts, and Americans for the Arts. And it's a national initiative to really broaden the conversation and understanding about the importance of the arts for health and well-being, and specifically for the health and well-being, rejuvenation and reunification and real empowerment of our veterans and their, their family members and their caregivers. Um, I know that you are a, an Army uh, veteran and also a, a part of, a, of an organization that's been really empowering for you. Can you talk a bit about that organization? Absolutely. Um, Courage and Grace Foundation, it's uh, 501. It is a nonprofit organization here in Florida. And the founder, Maxine Reyes, and her husband, Kenneth Reyes, I was introduced to Maxine through another organization and her and I became friends. And so she founded the organization as a mission to assist women of the military and youth and military families with resources and support. And we use arts and and education and mentorship. And by her being a woman veteran and myself being a woman veteran, and she is also in the arts, she's a, a phenomenal songstress and we just, you know, had that relationship. And then there's other women veterans that she has that the foundation helps along the way as well. And so it's just a really amazing organization here. Yeah, we've been really blessed. We actually did a podcast with Maxine and um, and she has also been a part of some of our performances here at the at the Strass Center on our river stage. Um, and again, you know, this is a, a, a conversation about the importance of artistic expression and communication. And I know that your mastery, one of your masteries is uh, spoken word. So um, how did you get involved in in the, the telling of story in that way and really uh, using uh, the spoken word as, a, as your way of exp- artistic expression? Spoken word has always been with me. So when I was younger, I was in a gifted class growing up. And when I went into the military, you know, it, it's, it's very challenging. It has its own challenges. And afterwards, a therapist actually offered to me or suggested to me that I begin to journal and begin to write 
my journey as um, as a part of my therapy. So I just began to write and my writing went from writing about um, my experiences to being creative writing. And then I went from creative writing to actually speaking those words in poetry. And I started going to poetry cafes. I started going into um, slam competitions. And over the course of years, I just built my brand. And it was amazing to me that something that started off as therapy became my destiny and became something that I loved. It helped me through some of the most challenging times. And so therapy and poetry to me are one in the same. Wow, that's, yeah, I can, as, a, as someone who sings and, you know, music is, 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 that, is that for me as well. Um, I know that the, one of the important components of, of, of the organization that you and, and, and Maxine are a part of is really creating an opportunity for other women veterans to, to share in common conversation and I'm sure common understanding and support and uh, over the last couple of years, this has been something that has been amplified many, many times, the importance of creating that forum. Um, do you feel that, that this group has really does do that and it's a, a really important conversation center uh, for the folks that come to these meetings? Yes, it's, it's interesting you should say that because one of the primary points um, and the, the, the mission overall for Courage and Grace Foundation is for women. It provides a platform for women to share their stories and to build confidence to move past issues that they dealt with in the military. And so it's just apropos that I would be a part of this amazing organization because through the arts, so many of us as veteran women have been able to share our stories with each other. And it creates a bond for us one another to help to build each other up, to encourage each other, to build confidence for young girls. And it's just a really, really good way in order to share your art and not only that, but to build these lifelong friendships. And so it, it builds confidence, it builds strength amongst women, it encourages, it inspires, and it's so inspiring for me. The first inaugural brunch that Maxine had with Courage and Grace was this past Mother's Day. And during that time, I was able to meet other women during that um, brunch and we shared our stories and you had some that were artists, you had some that were singers. I'm a spoken word artist. I met another spoken word artist and there's just so much talent in the room and so much talent or in the organization. And all of us through this talent have found a, a wonderful sense of, of therapy, a wonderful sense of healthy mental and, and lifestyle changes that we've been able to develop through that. Well, I had the, the great blessing the other day of hearing uh, a portion of what Urban Light gives to the world, and it was really, really powerful, and I'm excited for everyone to ha have the opportunity to hear that. So, ladies and gentlemen, Urban Light. This poem is called, I Used to Be That Chick. I used to be that chick. I wake up in the morning eating mayonnaise sandwiches. I go to take a shower and I pull the shower curtain back in the tub, it's full of roaches. 
I mix up powdered eggs and government cheese in order to make a meal. I belong to the poor, the broke, the busted, and disgusted. So at school, I get free lunch for my stomach to get filled. You see, my daddy died. He left us with no money and no will. Had the family fighting over a lampshade. Found out at the funeral that Pops had three kids from across the street with the lady he made. Anger, confusion. See, I'm a product of the ghetto. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I started slinging, yeah, yo. I used to be that chick. See, I used to be that chick that would run down to the free clinic in order to get rid of a seed. Get dressed, go out to the club in hopes to find another brother to breed with. I was at the club knocking back Jose Cuervos in the back of my throat like a joke. In one hand, I had Hennessy. The other, I had Weefer and was snorting coke. You see, I used to be that chick. That would help her grandmama to pay her bills, but I would steal. Bill collector's name erase, my name replace. See, during that time, it was hard to trace. She called me up and say, baby girl, I must be crazy. They didn't turn the electricity out. Thinking it was her medication, but I knew what the real deal was about. You see, I used to be that chick. That would, <laughs> that would actually sit up there and talk about other people because I would keep a blade in my mouth until my mama decided to send this ruthless chick to the dirty south. You see, I met up with this other used to be that chick. She told me stories how she used to trick we talked about how she swung on pose and to look at her, you never think she was a retired H.O. She said, I'm going to introduce you to a man that's going to love you and he ain't going to judge. I said, show me where the brother is. She said, I'll take you where the brother was. She tried to take me to church. Y'all know the house with the T on the top. I said, girl, stop. Because they judge and don't love. Used to be these chicks recently moved to the dirty south. But then I went to sleep and I had this dream. See, I speak before millions, but I wasn't saying anything. Make a whole lot of money, but I wasn't saying anything. Wear a whole lot of bling bling, but I wasn't. And then I woke up from my dream. See, I was seeing things like I had never been seen. No longer did I want to sling yayo. No longer did I want to be an H.O. I went back and I asked for forgiveness from my grandmama because out of my life, Jesus Christ took out all of the drama. So now I can profoundly say to thee, urban light, I ain't that chick I used to be. Ah, ah, no, I've been changed. You see that I know I've been changed. You know that I know I've been changed. You see the angels in heaven done sign my name. I used to be that chick. Thank you. Wow, that's beautiful. Urban Light, I used to be that chick. You know, there's a, a, a power that comes through and an authenticity that comes through when you share. That's, that's really powerful. But clearly, you know, you're not just making up words. <laughs> it's a real experience. It's the fusion or the connection or the combination or maybe the extension from military life to now being able to share the power of your words? I think the experiences 
of each of us are all different. But the one thing that I learned in the military is that there is a bond that we have. There is this fraternity, sorority, whatsoever have you, of experiences that we share that are like no other. And only those of us who belong to that sorority, fraternity, that brotherhood, sisterhood of uh, military members, only us, we speak that language. You can see it even in the way that we dress. It doesn't matter if it's 15, 20 years later. It's something about the way we walk. It's something about the way we talk. We have truly been changed. And that is the experience that we all share. No matter where we go in the world, no matter um, where it is that we see each other, when we walk past each other, it's in the way we walk, it's in the way we talk. It's something about having that experience that we all share from now until the day that we leave this earth. Yeah, yeah. We're involved, Urban Light, in a, a lot of conversations with veterans who are, you know, uh, a little on the fence, I guess I'll say, in terms of, well, you know, I'm not an artist or, you know, I've always wanted to do something like that, but I'm not really sure if I'd be good at it. And more and more, especially having the opportunity to share your experiences and share other veterans who have really found their way to a sense of fullness and self-expression through the arts, uh, more veterans have been encouraged to give it a try. What would you say to a fellow veteran or either even a family member or a caregiver? What would you say to them if they're, you know, considering trying to, you know, write some music or play some music or paint or write a poem or or, or do spoken word or, you know, do something creative? What would you say to them uh, in terms or in, in terms that might inspire them to understand it's an important step to take? Well, there is this very famous sports apparel organization that will remain nameless, but their slogan is just do it. My suggestion to anyone who wants to um, try out their art is that they need to just do it. What I found is that poetry had been with me all of my life. Like I said, when I was little, I was in these gifted writing classes. I never knew that I would be who it is that I would become, but you have to try it. So you never know until you try. And then you look back and you think to yourself, wow, this is something that I've been doing all along. It, it may be, whereas when you were in elementary school, your mom told you to try the violin and you tried it and you really didn't like it because you were forced to do it. If you pick that violin back up in 30 years, you may fall in love with it. So, and it may be the one thing that saves your life. You just never know. Art has been something that has saved my life. It is a beautiful expression to get out whatever it is that you are feeling on the inside, whether that be pain, whether that be joy, whether whatever it is that it looks like, it is your own expression and your own experience to be able to share that. And that's the wonderful thing. Think about it. Last year, when we all went through the pandemic, what did most people turn to? Everybody turned to art and entertainment. 
And so the world needs artists. The world needs entertainers. The world is waiting for you. So you just need to do it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we can't close this amazing time together without at least one more piece of spoken word. So would you be willing to share another one with us? Absolutely. I want to dedicate this one. Um, One of the major things that we went through last year was the situation, um, the awful, I guess, you know, there's no other way to put it, but the, the modern day lynching, the murder of George Floyd. The world watched, the world stood up. And I wrote a poem dedicated to all black men. I wanted all black men, every black male, to know that I love you, that we love you, and to encourage you. And so, Fred, this is dedicated to you, and this is dedicated to all African-American, all black and brown men. Good black men. You see, you, you surround me in my everyday. Although some say that you're on drugs, dead, in jail, and that the rest of you have gone the wrong way. But see, I would submit that good black men are doing good black men things. They're taking care of their kids. See, good black men aren't about the bling bling and being flashy. Their words uplift my spirit when I hear it. I ain't got to worry about you calling me an alphabet H or B or being trashy. See, with money and power, the good black man cannot be defined. He is an intellectual professional that always has the divine on his mind. See, people have the nerve to conversate that the black man is a dog. But dogs have four legs. My brothers have two. And once you meet one, you'll realize it ain't a puppy in the world can love you the way a good black man can love you. See, you are gorgeous, whether you are bald with locks, braids, or fades. You wear Armani suits with Stacey Adams while some wear Tim's. But the good black man knows it ain't the clothes that make the man. It's the strength deep down within. See, you have a clear vision in God's purpose you seek to obtain. Dream the impossible dream, my brother. Let that be your claim to fame. Dependable, strong, uplifting other brothers like only you can. Fred, you understand what it means to be a real good black man. You see, good black men are not just named Obama, Sharpton, Jesse, or Mandela. They're Raheem, Anthony, Michael, David, and all you other hardworking fellas. See, you don't always get the accolades you deserve for staying true. So if no one else has told you, know that the poet Urban Light loves you. See, you are spiritually connected. Oftentimes you feel reviled and disrespected. But today, I give honor to the black man and the magnitude of your worth because we may never comprehend the awesome impact on our lives because of your birth. Thank you. Oh, wow. Thank you. Urban Light, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Urban Light, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And thank you to all who take the time to uh, check in with us here at Vet Art Span. I encourage you to 
continue to be on the journey with us as we move forward to really amplify the important voices in our veteran community, the importance of art as a modality for health and healing for our veterans, for their families, for our caregivers, and for building bridges between the veteran and active duty community and the community at large. I'm Fred Johnson for Vet Art Span. Thank you for being with us again, Urban Light. Thank you so very, very much. Until next time, everyone, take care and be safe.